Welcome to Converge Coffee with Sean Sullivan. I am here with Muhammad M. Mahdi. He oversees the operations of the Mad Optimist with his co-founders, Anthony Duncan, and his brother, Muhammad A. Mahdi. His areas of expertise include product R&D, IT systems, and networking, purchasing, and system operations. In addition, he enjoys quality control, analyzing processes and systems for efficiency and implementing improvements as needed. He is an alum of Butler, uh, no, sorry, Indiana University, Bloomington, where he received a BA in psychology with minors in sociology and criminal justice. He enjoys gardening, foraging, finding great deals, skiing, photography, DIY projects, and dressing comfortably. <laughs> Anthony Duncan, who is their CMO and co-founder of the Mad Optimist, he oversees the um, operations along with both of them, Muhammad A and Muhammad M. His areas of expertise include sales and marketing, accounting and bookkeeping, and human resources. In addition, he enjoys implementing his creative activity um, in design, writing, and new product development, as well as being the official no-scent designer. <laughs> he is an alum of Indiana University Bloomington, where he's received his BA in linguistics and a BA in Germanic studies. He enjoys cooking, hiking, gardening, reading, and clanging which I think Anthony can explain later. Um, Muhammad and Anthony, thanks for being on the show. How are you guys today? Good. Great. Thanks for having us. So I think the big question is um, a lot of people think of you as a soap company when they, when they research you for being the mad optimist. Um, and explain a little bit more of why you're just not a soap company and why did you start the mad optimist? Uh, sure. Um, there's, a, there's a whole story behind that. Um, uh, so. Uh, in the beginning, we did start as a soap company at that time. Uh, we started out uh, about six and a half years ago now um, uh, here in Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, we uh, we founded Soapy Soap Company, um, where we were making all natural um, body care products, bar soaps, lip balms, and so on. Um, we were just expanding within Indiana, uh, Bloomington and Indiana and the surrounding states. Um, and we did that for about four and a half years or so. Um, but then we were kind of, we were running into, uh, we basically needed to grow. Uh, so we weren't, um, uh, growing as, as much as we need to, other uh, three of us, uh, co-founders, we need to support ourselves and, um, uh, and just being a, a local soap company, uh, wasn't cutting it. So, um, that's when we, uh, really sat down and thought of what we do, what we did differently. And um, typically, uh, most uh, natural soap makers um, would uh, use what's called the cold process of soap making. So um, the soap is like safe and ready to use only after um, about 30 to 60 days, um, which isn't really great for um, uh, uh, planning ahead. Uh, but also, um, uh, well, yeah, so essentially our way of making soap soap uh, is ready and safe to use the same day that we make it one day only um so that uh that's really unique uh so just the method that we invented that we call the volcano method and uh, we realized that enabled us to um make uh one-off bars um so we decided to um try out basically personalized bar soaps um uh and because no one else no one else out there is doing that and um, there are a few people uh, kind of getting into the personalized body care space, um, but it's really a new area. And uh, we're like, okay, we have this capability. Um, we need to grow nationwide. 
um, let's launch this new idea, see how it goes. So um, we created designmysoap.com as essentially a test. Um, and uh, uh, since launching Design My Soap, uh, we had a like a big journey of kind of um, going through the process of switching from a, like a local uh, soap company into essentially a, a, a tech startup because um, we're building this online platform where people can personalize products. Um, and uh, along the way, um, we, we attended a startup accelerator uh, over in Cincinnati called uh, The Brandery. Um, uh, and then uh, basically we discovered that um, what we lacked on our team uh, was uh, design, graphic design, um, and really to, for a, like a direct-to-consumer brand, uh, you really need to have top-notch design uh, and brand messaging um, and so on and so forth. And uh, while we knew uh, all the reasons why we wanted to do what we wanted to do, um, we knew that uh, like conveying our core brand uh, wasn't our strong point. So um, after going through the Startup Accelerator, uh, we ended up teaming up with a, uh, a brand agency out of uh, Cincinnati called LPK. Um, and then we really um, sat down, really even before talking with LPK, we sat down amongst ourselves and kind of hatched out um, what we wanted. So now we have like personalized body care of bar soaps and uh, we have this um, all natural, extremely high quality body care that we made uh, beforehand. Um, so like, what do we want to do? So um, we sat down and uh, essentially kind of made a manifesto. We're like, okay, um, we've had all this advice from so many people of how to run a business and how business should be run, like how to how to market a certain way, like how much your product should be priced and so on and so forth. And some of it just didn't sit well with us. And so we kind of were like, okay, how do we want our business to be run? Um, what would we what would we do if we could do anything? And so we really kind of laid everything out and kind of created what we thought would be a better model of running business. And we're like, this, we want this set of values to guide everything we do. Uh, because if we're putting our time to this business, uh, we want it to like help the world uh, in a lot of ways. And so from that base, uh, that's where we we went to the agency and built this new brand called the Mad Optimist. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry if I went a little too long on that one. No, it was it was a good story going through of you know your iterations and, and a little bit of talking a little bit about one of the the four pillars of marketing which you know this podcast talks about. But I know we we had a little bit of trouble in our pre recording trying to figuring out what was the the best pillar to talk about. Was it messaging? Was it design? Was it tech? Was it customer experience? And I think um, I think we landed on one, and it was messaging. So. Because you're because you're trying to be um, change agents of you know making a better when you mentioned before making um, doing business differently and doing things and doing things better in business and so why focus on messaging of what the company is trying to do rather than talk about soap? Uh, I think that's um, because that that is what the company is trying to do is 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 uh, to change the way business is done. Uh, we're using soap. And, and, and body care as a vehicle to facilitate that change. 
and especially for us, that was, uh, it's not just like a, like a mental, it's not just a repositioning. Like, uh, we internally, th- this is how we're viewing everything, uh, moving, moving forward. Uh, the body care at the moment is what we're doing. Um, but, uh, you can even see in a lot of like the social media and, uh, content marketing that we're doing is focusing, focusing a lot on this change and why we're doing it. And, um, uh, and uh, like our customers have responded very well to this. Um, and, and some of this way of talking has come out of kind of talking with our, like our most loyal customers and what they've liked most about us. Yeah. They love our product and the quality. Um, but what's, what they really find refreshing and, and unique is, um, just how we put our values out there and make those the core of the business. I like that. And your messaging and. You're making people feel good and smell good at the same time. <laughs> but um, I want to I want to know a little bit more about. So um, you know, I, I got to get to know more about your business when uh, with Centric Indiana's Day of Innovation, and for you guys to be an award winner um, of that, and and to watch your video of um, you know how what the process is for uh, you know a, a customer to kind of go to your website and um, to kind of experience the um the soap making process and that kind of stuff which i know is your your vehicle but can you kind of explain um the experience of someone making their own soap tying that back into how business how you're changing what business how business should be done uh sure so um uh, the process itself uh basically you go on our website themenoptimist.com and then uh uh, the main core of the website is the the build your body care page Uh, so you you navigate there and um, essentially, it's uh, you, you choose the product that you want to make. Um, so now we've expanded uh, beyond uh, bar soaps. Now you can choose uh, lip balms, bath soaks, um, and, and body sprays. Um, and then you just go through and um, choose all of the ingredients. So you choose your scents, um, and you can. Uh, and these are essential oils, aromatherapy grade as well, uh, kind of going along with that high quality um, side of things. Uh, and then you choose um, uh, for soaps. You can choose add-ins, and then uh, what's uh, what a lot of people like is the the next step is you choose your name. So you you name any of these products, and then what we do is we print out the labels in-house with uh, the name that you choose. So you're you're really creating your product, uh, like the ingredients, the name, the packaging, um, all kind of uh, made by you, and so. Uh, what goes along with the messaging of so, that? Yeah, ahead, so yeah. I guess uh, how that kind of ties in a little bit is is uh, it's kind of like a DIY soap making without getting your hands dirty. Um, and so uh, you basically tell us everything that you want in it, um, and, and it's completely customizable. Uh, it's not like a, a, a product selector where where uh, you're just choosing from a select few uh, products, but there's, I think, over, uh, I don't know how many million different combinations that you can uh, put together. But I mean, the second you introduce a custom and custom labels, that's like infinite. Uh, you, you have uh, so many different names, you can call it. Um, and, and that could be different iterations itself. Uh, but how we how we're using this to, to change the way businesses is how we want business to change is is uh, we introduced uh, uh, what I guess we call is the sliding scale um, pay what you can and and so we uh, calculate in essence um, our, our bare minimum of, of what needs to be 
necessary to keep the lights on and and uh, and for the labor and, and cost of, of raw materials. Um, and, and so that's like one end of the spectrum uh, of the price scale. And, and the other end is, is uh, uh, basically uh, what other customers are, are able to, to pay. So a little bit more than than um, the, the bare minimum kind of thing. And, and what we're doing is we're really hoping and relying on customers helping other customers. And so the messaging that we have there is, is if you can't afford to pay that much, then, then go to the end of the spectrum and, and uh, um, pay the, the least amount. Um, but if you're a customer who's, who can, can help offset the, the uh, price of the bar by, by paying a little bit more, you're helping someone who can't pay that much for the bar. Um, and so in essence, uh, you're, you're helping other people. Um, so we're, in, we're introducing that aspect of like community support in something you don't typically see that, uh, like an e-commerce website, you don't see like a community support feature. And but uh, um, but if we're changing the way business is done, um, that you you do that by experimenting and, and implementing things that other people haven't. And in essence, we're trying to build a community of people of like-minded people, people helping other people. And uh, we're we're uh, one of the ways is is in essence, um, uh, if, if you need some help. Uh, other people can can help out. Um, one of the other uh, ways of, of how we're kind of using our our uh, soap business uh, to help facilitate change is is um, by uh, basically being transparent. Uh, there, there's a lot of companies out there that that claim to be transparent and and uh, but I mean if if you really want transparency, I mean. A lot of people are very secretive with with like their revenue and, and how much money they're making and, and whatnot. Uh, and so we basically uh, publicize our revenue number that that's a live revenue number right on our website. Uh, and and so especially if we're having people helping other people monetarily by by helping offset costs and whatnot, I, I think it would be fair to say like, okay, this is how much we're making this month. Um, and so, uh, you can go on our website, you could place your order. Um, and, and after you place your order, you can instantly see that number increment, um, by however much you, you ordered. Um, and so, uh, we implemented that feature of, of if you're going to be transparent, be transparent. Uh, and, and, uh, so that's kind of one way that, that we show that how, how we're transparent. Um, another thing that we implemented is, this uh, aspect of um, fairness and, and paying your employees, uh, uh, I guess, a, a fair wage. Um, and and so what we opted is is if we're we're basically all all as in our team is trying to make uh, this this goal happen of, of showing that that you could do business and, and have it be successful in a positive way. Um, if we're all working towards that same goal, then why should certain people get paid certain amounts? Um, I mean, we're all working towards the same goal. So if you're a janitor or if you're a computer programmer or uh, if you're a production staff employee, we're all working towards the same goal. And so we felt that it's fair to pay everyone the same rate. Um, and so that includes co-founders as well. And so whatever we make is what our employees will make. Um, and so essentially, this is a huge experiment. All these are huge experiments on ourselves uh, because, uh, um, you know, one or all of these things could be really like 
changing uh, for other businesses too. So, uh, so it has to start somewhere. And um, uh, we we hold these things to be very. Uh, uh, I mean, it makes complete sense to us. Uh, other people, I mean, there are people out there who who have their opinions on on how uh, uh, how crazy these ideas are. And and just remember. The name of our business is the Mad Optimist. Um, it, it, we are optimistic that this is possible, um, and and call us crazy, call us mad. Uh, uh, however, uh, this is just what we feel to, to what we feel is right. And and so at the that's same time, we're, we're we, we do have like six years experience with business, uh, so we're not just. Um, idealistic alone, like uh, with the equal pay, we know that involves um, really coming up with strong new structures of organizing the business. Um, everyone has to have some sort of ownership of the, what they're doing. Uh, so that involves just kind of, uh, yeah, restructuring who's in, in charge of what and like the, the overall. Um, and similarly, um, something that also illustrates where <laughs> We say we also say we're pragmatic optimists too. So um, it's not just a sliding scale um, in, in a nonprofit sense. Uh, we do cover our costs uh, and, and whatnot, um, and have like a lower point on the scale. Um, but it, overall, like the the goals are very optimistic, and um, uh, time will tell. Um, but we believe that uh, we we we're hoping and relying on other people who share the same thoughts and ideas and feelings. Will uh, will people who resonate with us uh, will will also uh, help support this this cause or this uh, this mission of trying to change the way business is done in essence. Well, I like it, guys. I like what you're trying to do um, with your whole mission and your messaging being that 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 core um, of what you believe in and what you're trying to tell other people. Um, I'm not going to ask any more questions. <laughs> but um, not to grill you anymore. But um, I, I would like to know um, from an offline background that's not online, um, what have what has customers told you um, the feedback that you've had and how you've um, really focused in on being change agents for, for business and ending your message? We've had really good feedback overall. Um, we've seen like customer engagement actually increase greatly since we've um, really sort of focusing on this messaging. On top of it, like even today uh, or last night, like at midnight or one in the morning, um, I forgot the time, uh, but uh, we ran a campaign uh, very recently. Uh, we, I guess it's called the Arbine campaign. And uh, the the person had tech, uh, messaged us saying that uh, they really, really liked what we were doing with the Arbine campaign. And uh, they didn't know who came up with it, but uh, they loved it, and uh, uh, and that they are, are very much so wanting to support a business, uh, wanting to support our business in essence. Uh, and and so that kind of made us really happy. Uh, the did you want to tell them a little bit about what the Irvine campaign was? Yeah, so that was um, essentially. Um, uh, so with our religion that we follow, um, uh, Shia Islam, uh, there's a, a day that commemorates um, the death of the Prophet's grandson. Um, and that's a, considered a sad day, uh, but essentially he was killed because he was standing up against oppression and inequality. And so the day is all about just uh, uh, commemorating those ideals and spreading those messages. And 
what we wanted to do as a company uh, was essentially donate um, 100% of revenue uh, from that day um, to uh, a few different causes of, of for people who were really affected by societal oppression and um, negligence. So um, the, the homeless, uh, refugees, and uh, LGBT youth. Um, and, and that's what we did. So uh, for the, the whole day, we were blasting out the, the message and um, uh, uh, asking other people to share and uh, knowing that we wouldn't uh, get any of that revenue. And essentially, the items that you bought, you would get, and then we would uh, donate the um, what you paid. And so it is more so to um, uh, just to show what we stand for. And um, and we saw a lot of people um, support us. Uh, the, a lot of orders came in, some very large orders. Um, so uh, this, this this campaign really did resonate with people. Um, granted, we won't necessarily do that uh, every day because uh, business can't survive like that. But it is important to um, give back uh, uh, as often as you can and in any way that you can. And we wanted to get started with that right away, um, less than a month after we launched the Mad Optimist. I like that, guys. So. Enough about, you know, the mad optimists, um, the business, but want to know about the mad optimists. Um, so, you know, for both of you guys, what gets you up in the morning, you know, when you wake up at work and you're like, this is the one thing that I want to hit. This is the one thing that I want to achieve. Um, this is the one thing that is, is I'm passionate about. It's a great question. <laughs> um, uh, Really, it's it's the the potential that we see and what we're doing, uh, the 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 messaging, um, uh, and uh, uh, secondarily the the business model. Um, but we, we really see that we can we can make positive positive changes, um, and uh, show that a business can be successful uh, and still be good and and idealistic at the same time. Um, that's really what uh, keeps us all going after these uh, six years. Um, um, yeah, I think the the other guys would agree too. I like that. So moving on, um, sometimes we don't want to, you know, work all the time because we might get burnt out. But what do you do, or you know, what do you do creatively or as a hobby to, to reinvigorate um, your, your work? Like you don't want to be stuck on a math problem and then get mad at it that you walk away and then you come back and you're like, oh, I figured it out. Like, what do you do creatively or as a hobby? Uh, sure. So. Uh... Really, for us, we tend to fold all those things into the business whenever we can. I guess uh, another way to look at it is, is um, you can get burnt out if you look at it as work. Um, if you look at it as this is your life, uh, then you aren't really burning yourself out. Um, you're living your life. And our life is, is what we do. Um, and so what Anthony means by like we fold everything into it is... is in essence, uh, everything that we do do, it's, it's all in our, our mind. Like even if we were to sit and watch a Netflix documentary or watch a Netflix movie, we're still thinking about the business. We're still thinking about how we could take uh, specific ideas that might pop into our head and, and apply them in into the business, in essence. A really great example is when we, we, we were just watching a random documentary on graphic design, um, talking about one of the, the world's top graphic designers um, just for fun. Um, and then uh, Muhammad M was like, let's call her. We need, we need help with design and let's, let's see if they, they can give us any tips. So we literally called this like huge, like enormous agency. And, and we did, we ended up getting on the phone with the, the person and, and getting their, their feedback and what we were doing. Um, 
just goes to show that you shouldn't limit yourself in any way. If you have an idea, um, you should assume you can make it happen. Um, but yeah, yeah, we, we try to like, um, we really like, um, uh, it, it helps that we do all, all aspects of the business as well. So we're not necessarily doing the exact same thing every single day. Um, we can work on side projects or, um, other areas. Um, and I think that helps keeps us, uh, mentally active and, um, uh, able to make connections as well. And, and, uh, that's really where some great new ideas come from too. I like that. Um, so last question <laughs> about just about you. Um, what do you do health wise, um, to, so you don't, so you don't get burnt out? Um, well, uh, actually, um, one of the main things we do is, uh, we focus a lot on our, our eating. So, um, something we've marketed our products as, um, since the very beginning is, uh, vegan plant-based, uh, so we don't use any animal ingredients in our products. Um, so, uh, we've been doing that ourselves as, as a dietary thing since, um, uh, for, for several months now, um, almost a year. Um, and, uh, that's been really great for us. Uh, we've switched to what's essentially called a, like a plant-based whole foods diet where we, um, uh, just eat, uh, Things that come from plants. <laughs> come from plants and also, uh, in essence, uh, like any sort of sugars that, that we were to consume, um, uh, they would have to be included with a fiber. So that basically means no processed sugar. Um, and, and so uh, just trying to strategize on, on cooking with uh, uh, sugar alternatives in, in the sense of, uh, like Anthony, I think, made uh, a... Uh, a chocolate cheesecake and and but making that with um in essence uh, uh dates bananas and and um what was the cheese portion of it i forgot uh, cashews cashews um, okay. yeah so uh oh a side note um all, all three of us co-owners and then uh muhammad a's wife as well all live together um so um the, the that's another reason why the, the business never stops we're all together we can always brainstorm things and we all eat the same foods um but yeah changing our our diet it helps seems like it helps a lot with energy levels and crashes and keeps us more productive overall yeah and, and if, if you ever experience these these uh like what anthony says these crashes um it's a very very noticeable difference uh cutting out refined sugar um and and only like uh, having sugar, like bananas and, and oranges, uh, but never really, if you're going to juice them, to, to always uh, drink the fiber with it. Uh, so if you include the fiber with the sugar, uh, it, it, it you don't have those spikes. And that's coming sense. from a guy who before would like love love sugar and anything that you gave to him. So uh, it's been a yeah, learning process. Well, Muhammad, Anthony, um, I mean, thank you for talking about the mad optimist, how you guys just don't work that you, you are passionate that this is, this is part of your life. This is your life. Um, and I really like that about, um, and how you're spreading that message, um, about the mad optimist and what you're trying to, trying to do to, to help other people, um, and in different ways that you're doing that. So thank you very much for being on this episode. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's uh, great. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Um, to all the Converge Coffee drinkers out there, that's a wrap.